It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. You have found the Love Ladies right here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, 101 FM, 1120 AM. Friends, we are so grateful that you are here with us. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater. I'm in studio with my beautiful co-host, Marlene McMichael. Good morning, Marlene. Good morning. It's spring. Yes, it is. Officially. Yes. And you know that in Texas because of the wildflowers. And I have to say, you're saying good morning. Well, to get here in the morning, I have to get up very early, and I didn't want to today. So driving down the highway to get to Austin, I've never seen such a beautiful display of blues and reds and yellows and goldens and uh, it's magnificent and gorgeous and breathtaking and every other adjective you can think of (laughs) so it lifted my spirits today so it's a great spring day it's beautiful and I have flowers in my front yard blooming which is amazing so years and years ago this is probably like 15 years ago um when my grandmother was moving out of her home I dug up some of her lilies out of her flower bed because heaven knows I pulled weeds a million times in that flower bed. (laughs) So I dug up all these lily bulbs, and I have lived in three houses since then, and I keep transplanting them from house to house to house, and now they are blooming, and I just, it's just, it just makes me happy. Think about my grandmother and all those happy summers hanging out with her. So, yes, you're right. It's a beautiful time in Texas. Um, Friends, we are so thrilled that you are sharing your morning with us and our program today is power in purposeful prayer i'd like to challenge you this morning to think about a couple of things Um, our outlook and our perspective right these are powerful words just like marlene said it was hard to get here this morning um but her outlook changed and her perspective changed as she went through her morning do little things throughout your day change your outlook and your perspective, positive or negative. You know, anyone can make a day worse, but our goal here on Love Talk is to make the day better each and every day. So the question I want to ask today is, can the power of prayer, purposeful prayer, help to change our outlook, and does prayer really matter? Friends, we have an amazing guest, international speaker, um, prayer warrior, and he is here in Texas and speaking at two events in the next month, friends. And so we are so excited to have him here today. We have Nick Vujicic with us today, and we are going to introduce him in just a minute, but I had to give you that teaser because you definitely want to stay tuned. Our key verse today, Marlene, is the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Matthew nine thirty-seven and 38 You know, Marlene, a lot of times um, we forget that our neighbor may not know Jesus, that the person that we bump into at the grocery store may not know Jesus. Um, The harvest is plentiful, and it is up to us to plow those fields. And uh, so I want us to think about that today as we embark on this program. You know, Marlene, I got to see Miss Evelyn a couple of weeks ago. So, friends, I know that most of you know that Miss Evelyn is our mentor here on Love Talk. She began this program, oh, my stars, 37 years ago. And we are just blessed to be able to walk in her shoes just a little bit. In fact, today, in honor of Miss Evelyn, I have on a pair of pants that Miss Evelyn gave me. (laughs) That explains it. (laughs) She always likes to, to clean out her closet, and she would just bring me stuff. And so I have on a pair of pants. Then Miss Evelyn gave me stylish and amazing. Just um, so, just honoring her. She turned Miss Evelyn turned ninety two a few weeks ago, and so I went by just to say hi to Miss Evelyn. And I tell you what, she is just um, amazing and wonderful. And she's, you know, has some health challenges, but she is just loving Jesus. As soon as I hugged her neck, she said, well, Carrie, you know that Jesus loves us. And, I, you know, we just had a great conversation about Jesus. 
she just oozes Jesus from every pore in her body. And I was just so blessed to be able to spend some time with her. I know that you guys are wondering where Kathy is. Kathy is on a grand adventure. She is traveling with her family um, all over Europe. I mean, holy cow. So she'll be back with us in, I think, two weeks. Um, But she is enjoying just a grand adventure with her daughters and her husband. Well, Marlene, and you, her future son-in-law, and her future son-in-law, correct? <laughs> yes, um, he was able to join them for a few days, which I think is super cool. Well, Marlene, you just got back from a grand adventure. I did. Tell us about Asbury College. Oh, I I was so blessed and uh, so honored to be asked to attend the National Collegiate Day of Prayer, which was the 200th anniversary at Asbury. And so, my friend and I, Vicky Porterfield, went to. Kentucky, and my first time in Kentucky ever, and um, it was life-changing, and I tear up every time I think about it, because, or even talk about it, because it was so monumental. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I was telling Carrie before the, we started the taping the broadcast that I was connected with a podcaster who's very negative about the whole event and said that it, it wasn't God. And I can tell you 100% it was God. Mm-hmm. And and the, the reason why I say that is um, the Collegiate Day of Prayer team had been praying for, they, they selected Asbury two years ago as the site for this 200th anniversary. And they'd been praying all that time that God would bring revival again. Well, many of you know, we did a, we did a program on it. Uh, the first revival at Asbury, well, there have been revivals through the years, but uh, the, the first major one was in 1970. And I actually got to meet the lady who began that by praying by name for every student at the college. And wow. that went on for months. Wow. And then God just came. And much the same thing happened here. The um, the re- actual um, revival part of it started one Wednesday After chapel, when 10 students decided they wanted to stay and they asked permission not to go to class, but to stay and to continue to worship God. And that went on for two and a half weeks before the actual collegiate Mm. day of prayer Mm. anniversary date. And it was in that two and a half weeks, over 100,000 people came to this little town of 1,500 people to find God. And, And the amazing thing was that nobody directed it, nobody led it, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And that was something that the college president said, that they weren't technology proficient in their uh, building. It's a 100-year-old building um, that they didn't plan it, that nobody led it, nobody orchestrated. God did. It just happened. (laughs) And the most amazing thing was that you... There was no one, no celebrity identified. Nobody spoke and even gave their name. The groups were not individual singers. They were groups, and nobody introduced them. But they sang, and they would they would alternate just as they would sing for two hours. They'd get tired, and another group would come, and there was no fanfare, no, no change. But there was constant worship of God, mm. and the songs were directed to him. God, you are holy. Holy is God. And, mm. and it was... The, the the presence of God was very real, and I I agree with a um, after blog of a one of the mis, uh, seminary students who was there, and he said that you know this gener it was aimed at young people, and that this generation of young people are fraught with anxiety and yeah. fear, and what God did was He came and He and it was. Just his presence was peace. Mm. And they recognized that. They identified with it. And they worshipped him. It was amazing. Oh, Marlene, I'm so jealous of you. I'm so thankful you had this opportunity um, because you brought us a beautiful program months ago about the first revival at Asbury. And for you to be able to experience this one, I'm just, um, I'm so heartened by it. And just the first-hand account is is beautiful. It's beautiful. The power of prayer is amazing. It absolutely, and that was that was the key. Is that people were praying for for years that God would do it again, mm-hmm. and it it was started by prayer the first time in 1970, and this one again was every college campus in the nation was adopted 
for with people praying for that college and mm-hmm. and there were uh, pockets of the same thing happening at numerous mm-hmm. colleges across the nation mm-hmm. so people if you, if you can't do anything else you got to pray well and our special guest it, is uh, a champion for yeah. this as well um the power in purposeful prayer. Friends, today we have our special guest, Nick Vujicic. He is an Aussie born, uh, an Aussie American, and he was born with no medical explanation. He was born without limbs, right? <laughs> Nick's parents loved him and they provided every opportunity they could to have him succeed never allowing him to play the victim card. In high school, uh, he became friends with the high school janitor, and this janitor prompted him over months to share his story. And Nick finally did that, and that speech triggered an awakening in Nick. And at age 19, he was just set on fire to reach the world with a message of love, faith, and positive encouragement. In 2000, since 2005, Nick has shared the gospel with more than 730 million people. He's been on 3,500 stages. He's been to 74 countries. He's had in-person crowds as large as 800,000. He's met 21 presidents across the globe and worked hand-in-hand with nationwide education systems and government. He is the co-founder of Life without limbs. And at age 40, he continues to speak around the globe about his faith in Jesus, encouraging all those who will listen with the message of how God has a plan for every single person, no matter the circumstances. Uh, In fact, Texas friends, um, Nick is going to be the keynote speaker at several events coming up. Life Surge Experience on April the 22nd at Austin Shoreline. And then something that's very close to our heart, the Texas Governor's Prayer Breakfast on Monday, May the 1st at 6.30 at Kalahari Resort. You can find Nick at lifewithoutlimbs.org and right here with us today on Love Talk. Welcome, Nick. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh, my stars. We are so happy to be with you today, Nick. Um, we, man, we just, uh, we love when you come and hang out with us. Nick, very briefly, can you share with our listening friends how you came to know that Jesus loves you? Well, Carrie and Marlene, uh, I love you very much, and I can't wait to hug the neck of uh, Evelyn when I get there. But mm-hmm. I want to say uh, thanks for having me back on your show. Uh, back when I was a child, I asked my parents as to why a loving God would allow me to be born this way and refuse a miracle if he can do all things. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we know that God has a plan for you. We don't know what the plan is, but he does. And so I asked him, what's your plan? And what's <laughs> amazing is it hit me at age 15 when I read John chapter 9, a man was born blind. No one knew why he was born that way. No one knew also the plans that Jesus really had is he healed him, uh, giving uh, a, a muddy clay dirt mixed with Jesus' saliva and giving the blind man a facial, then he would see. No one knew that the miracle would happen um, and, and would see, obviously, the ripple effect of, of many others coming to faith because of the miracles. What's amazing at age 15 was not another miracle for me to read in the Bible. What, what amazed me was the faith of the blind man. And if God gave me the plane, then I don't need any faith. And so we believe without seeing and knowing that he can give me arms and legs. But when you don't get a miracle, you can still be one and receive the greatest miracle of all, which is the salvation of your soul, your heart healed and your mind new. Mm. And you uh, began speaking when you were a teenager. Yes, uh, at age 17, I spoke in front of six people just sharing my story. Wow. My palms were sweaty, my knees were shaking. I didn't feel like I had a, a story, but we all know that, that um, my history is his story. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we all know that all things come together for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purposes. Uh, and also we can endure all things through Christ who strengthens us, according to Philippians 4.13. And so God is amazing. God is amazing, and we are so grateful that we get more time with you, Nick. And so, listening friends, 
Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You're here with Coach Carrie Brinkader and Marlene McMichael and our amazing guest, Nick Vujicic. He is the co-founder of Life Without Limbs, um, which is 501c3. And, friends, i, I got to tell you, you need to go to this website. It is extensive. Um, there are so many resources there. You can find out about Nick's ministry, all the things that he is doing with prison ministry, live outreach, digital ministry, prayer and encouragement. You can request prayer there. And something that I found that I was very excited about when I went to your website, Nick, um, was that each month you highlight a different area. And this month, the much of Mar- the month of March is Disability Awareness Month. And you know, with the help of your parents, goodness, uh, what amazing parents you you have! They never allowed you to play the victim card, not even a single day in your life, and you stepped into that just with boldness and with braveness, even in the face of adversity. And so this month, you're highlighting Disability Awareness Month, and you have recently partnered with one of our friends, June Hunt. Boy, she's amazing. And um, Hope for the Heart Ministries. You're doing a, um, a, I guess, a YouTube program called The Never Chained Talk Show. And you've put together a beautiful pamphlet that, friends, you can go to Nick's website, and you can download that. And it's just help for those not only battling chronic illnesses and disabilities, but for caregivers as well. And this hits very close to my heart. I work very closely with the Parkinson's community, and I know how important caregiving is and caregiver training is. And so, Nick, as you focus reaching out to the disabled community this month, could you speak to the impact this ministry is having on this community? Yeah, look, I'm so excited and humbled uh, to see uh, the team of Life Without Limbs and our ministry partnering with Hope for the Heart Ministry, who understands that it is more than just um, coming to a church. Uh, and we are always excited uh, to preach the gospel and have seen uh, face-to-face 1.1 million people give their life to Jesus Christ through Life Without Limbs. And that is always going to be the forefront spearhead tip of what Life Without Limbs does. In that, though, we really felt the burden to also not just evangelize, but disciple, Mm -hmm. help people understand what it means to have a personal walk with Jesus Christ. And then in the last uh, definitely 18 months, we really felt that we were called by the Holy Spirit to stand in the gap of what we believe the church hasn't done really well yet, to equip the church, to come alongside the local church, to start talking about different topics and and having the conversation of how does the um, everyday American church, uh, you know, come alongside a family Mm. with a disability, come alongside Mm. a family that has an unexpected pregnancy, come alongside someone that's been sexually abused in a Mm. uh, topic-centric small group. And so... Mm. Uh, the caregiver training is the care for the soul, care for the heart, mm-hmm. care for the mind. Right. And so uh, with March being um, the topic of disabilities, uh, we've had an incredible friendship with John Erickson Tata. And please go mm-hmm. to org and find the Champions for the Broken Hearted page mm-hmm. to see the interviews of um, how you know we as a church can, can come alongside that family. And I actually preach the gospel to the person affected with the disability as well. And so mm-hmm. Laugh Without Limbs isn't just understanding that Nick has a story of how God is using a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet to stand in front of the gates of hell and redirect traffic, but to also <laughs> understand that each of our histories as, are, are his story as well, and we all have a story to share. Mm-hmm. And so it's, 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 it's very interesting where God's now morphed and evolved our ministry into saints work for the saints to be healed one out of three girls in america up to age 17 have been sexually abused Mm -hmm. one in five boys have been uh, sexually abused Mm -hmm. human traffic 700 percent more in 24 months uh, human traffic people in texas number one nation of human trafficking america 
And so we need to start talking about these things in the church because we believe the church is uh, the answer for the the healing of the broken hearts because there's no other name other than the name of Jesus Christ that we can really uh, come alongside these people to let them know that, yes, he saves souls, but he also wants to heal your heart. And, you know, the church, uh, Carrie and Marlene, I mean, we, it's, 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 you know, come to church, tithe, serve, and get plugged into a cell group. I mean, a, a, a cell group, I can hide anything I want in my underpants for eight years. But really being able to share, what was your story like? Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, you know, how can God meet them where they're at? We need to find out really where they've come from to know the heart and the mind. Because, you know, as an evangelist now, I'm 40 years old, um, husband, father of four, um, you know, preached all around the world. I was just with the Hungarian government last week, the president, prime minister, and I'll be with 35 presidents and prime ministers this coming September in one room. Wow. You know, it, it's amazing when people look at me with 14 million social media fans, but they don't still think that I go through depression. And so in February 2021, I went through depression um, and I needed counseling. And so to understand that June Hunt is one of the most incredible pioneering mm-hmm. uh, uh, ministerial women of God for decades where most of the devotionals that were written, uh, you know, up till 2010 were white labeled her content. She was the first one to talk about pornographic addiction and mm-hmm. divorce and all these kinds of things that the church wouldn't talk about. And so we right. as Life Without Limbs have come alongside this Champions for the Broken Hearted program. You got to check it out. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're partnered with those experts in human trafficking for the unborn, for veterans to really help mobilize, equip the church to meet the church members where they're at, to see a restoration uh, in in hearts and minds of people. I love this. I mean, I 100% agree that the church has to go to the people where they're hurting. Um, And that's one of the things that when I talked in the first segment about this young generation is fraught with anxiety and distress and all the news is bad (laughs) in the world. And so they're growing up in a world that they are really afraid of, you know. And so I love the story of Jesus and and the woman at the well and and then Hagar in the Old Testament who said, God, you're the one who sees me. Mm. And that's what the church has to do. The church has to go in to the hurting and say, I see you. I see your hurt. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's get it, get better, you know, get get healed, get God and, and his peace. Well, this Champions for the Brokenhearted, um, Nick, it, it, you know, on your website, it's extensive and you have interviews and uh, resources there and you know this is the way our church is meant to be God right amen Amen. I'm I'm sorry but you know like this is the hot button for me yes how can you say that you're a Christian if you don't stand up for the unborn how can you talk about the unborn until you talk about the broken foster care and adoption Amen. crisis, and how can you talk about you know that without talking about human trafficking, without the the border crisis? Oh, we can't talk about pro life because it's political. Ninety seven percent of pastors didn't even know how to talk about Roe v Wade being overturned, and it's one of the most least March for Life attended events in twenty twenty three in the history of the the, 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 the pro life movement in DC because oh Roe v. Wade was overturned. Mm. What they have no clue about is eighty five percent of abortions are gonna be self induced with two pills in Texas, in Tennessee, and mothers are gonna come home to nearly dying children who nearly bled to death and have medical uh, uh problems because they took this pill they were they were doing it alone in their own restroom. Two years from now, mothers are going to come home, take their take their children, fourteen year old, fifteen year old girls, to the hospital 
and say to the pastor, I came home, took my daughter to emergency room. She didn't tell me she was pregnant. She took the pills, um, had no idea. What do I do with my daughter? The pastors aren't ready for it. And that's why Life Without Limbs knows the power of unifying organizations and experts in the field, such, such as Stand for Life. To talk about curriculum, the image of God. To talk about in the curriculum, the understanding of the basics of what that even means for our young people. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it is not just that this is what the church should be doing. It's something that the church totally walked away from in 05 when the weekly youth meetings became a social gathering instead of teaching the teenagers discipleship. If you teach the teenagers discipleship, you wouldn't have to say, keep your pants on. (laughs) And so if you actually teach them back the basics of fundamentals of Christianity, that's where the church has lost it. And we've lost 40% of members. We've lost 60% of Gen Zers. And there's no trust. And so how do we reset the church? It's meeting the people where they're at with first-class curriculum, tools for free, mm-hmm. such as Stand for Life, such as Yakubuyan's ministry, and, and remembering that we do need, and we have that responsibility of foster care. I mean, we've got literally 100,000 churches in America that represent $500 billion worth of debt for buildings. Right. That were all half empty. And we have 500,000 children waiting for a home. I mean, it's unbelievable. Today, today, there are hundreds of thousands of foster kids sleeping on the floor of social worker offices. Mm -hmm. That's today. Where are we? Aging out foster care kids, 19-year-old in Fort Worth, a girl, homeless, because she aged out of foster care. Where is the church? No, we can't talk about politics. Wrong. It's faith and politics hand in hand, and America's got to wake up. In that, we need to have more action than words. Well, and I, I, and I just, you know, Nick, Christians have a, some Christians have a just misconception that this is not our problem. And I think the Christian community at large um, has is looked at from the outside in as judgmental, right? And so, um, you know, our problems are not welcome in the church. We can't speak about it because we're going to be judged, right? And honestly, I can remember the very first time in church when I, as a kid growing up, I looked around me and I thought everyone was perfect, that they didn't have any problems. And uh, I can remember the first time in church hearing someone speak about being an alcoholic, hearing someone talk about how they were raped as a teenager. And I just, it, it was so, it was an epiphany for me, Nick. I, then I started looking around going, okay, what are the problems around me? And I, okay, wait a minute. I'm not alone. I can talk about this. We have to get over this uh, being judgmental. And we have to just love people. We never brought, Jesus never brought anyone to, to him by judging them. He brought people to him by loving them. And that's yeah. what you're doing here with these small groups, with this outreach um, and coming alongside people. And I, and I love the woman at the well, okay, yes. where, where Jesus didn't judge, no. but he told her in love the truth. Yes. yes. And so whether we're talking about, you know, uh, transgender confusion, and you've got 12-year-olds in California on the surgical table today removing penises and breasts today. Mm. I mean, we that's America. And, you know, I'm telling you right now, like, like if not now, when? Mm-hmm. And we need, to, we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for our nation to go back under God. And I'm going to tell you, 
All I can say is this. I know who I am vocally supporting for the next presidential run. I know who I'm voting for for the next um, governor in Texas. And I can't tell you who I'm supporting because they can't announce yet. But I'm going to tell you, we need God. We need a miracle. We need uh, someone who will unapologetically receive those, just like the church should, receive the immigrants that have come across, shut the wall, uh, and, and help them. We must tell the addicted, those who had abortions, we love you. Right. We are here for you. God wants to heal you. And now herein, we love you and let's, you know, let's push you closer to God. Mm-hmm. You have a, an addiction. You are living in sin in some way, shape or form. In love, we love you. And here's what the Bible says about living in sin. That is all in love, and that's what Jesus did. Right. We are preaching the partial Jesus. We have ripped out pages of the Bible. We have ripped out pages of the Bible, and America's paying for it. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand, in my opinion, the Hungarian nation is way more righteous than America. Way more righteous than America. America hasn't heard of what Hungary has done, what Hungary is doing, and my for-profit company is doing a documentary on what they've just done, where the EU said, how dare you spend government money on billboards and TV campaigns for pro-family and pro-life? How dare you do that? You know what they can prove to the EU? Divorce has gone down. Abortions have gone down. It has changed culture. Even in a country that hasn't abolished abortion, it has halved. Why? Because they're a Catholic, absolute nation that absolutely holds up pro-family and pro-life. And that is the blessing of Hungary. They're the David versus Goliath against the EU, and EU can't do anything about it. So that's where America needs to go back to our roots back in biblical principles. We need God back in our schools. Do you know that you can actually, after that case that has happened where that coach prayed in Jesus name, do you know now that we can bring prayer back in schools? They're not telling you that. This is what we need. We need to let America know where America actually stands. And if you see, if you see the way that the politics, we're talking about praying for our nation. When you see school boards, right? Your church. Here's another thing, right? We don't want our school board to do this and this and this and this. We'll get on the school board positions to make a difference. Right. Oh, we're going to pray for our school boards to be more holy. It ain't going to be until you got more righteous school board members. So when there's an opening... <laughs> Ask who of your congregants, a hundred of you, go for it. Go for it. Not one, hundred of you. It's faith and wisdom. We're praying for revival. It ain't going to happen until the righteous people stand up and do what God's asked us to do. Mm-hmm. The evil people aren't going to do righteous things. Get over it. God's not going to open up the heavens and send angels and change the mind of even, uh, evil people. It's the righteous who will do what they haven't done yet. That's when revival happens. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, you know, Nick, you uh, absolutely. I, I, evil people will not do righteous things. Now, you just mentioned prayer several times as you spoke right there, and I know that you have a prayer and encouragement ministry. Um, Nick, how have you seen prayer change lives? How have you seen this power of purposeful prayer change lives? And, and tell us a, a little bit of the details of that ministry as to its focus and how you operate in that vein. Thank you. Yeah, look, it's amazing. First of all, if you have a prayer request, go to our website, and the email is support at lifeitoutlimbs.org. And um, we pray over every single person that writes to us. 
and we encourage them back um, according to whatever they've shared. We want to encourage them with uh, not just a prayer, but scriptural encouragement as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's our prayer and encouragement. Uh, and we're seeking money to actually start doing that in Spanish and Portuguese. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, if you have more money in this ministry, you can do a lot more. And so we wouldn't flinch if we got a, you know, $10 million donation today. And it's kind of interesting where we're at, where, you know, we're just waiting on God for people to come in as a donor to help us with the, you know, circle of champions and believe in this. But part of this is also the prayer and encouragement that we don't, you know, uh, when you look at how many people only speak Spanish, we want to reach them as well. And so it's a, it's an encouraging uh, prayer ministry and encouraging a, 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 a portal. But we also have a prayer wall as well. You can uh, have other people pray for each other. You feel like God's blessed you with a, 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 a ministry of prayer. A lot of people with disabilities, they don't feel like they have a purpose. Go and pray for people on the wall as well, you know. Um and in this, um, the purposeful prayer is is encouraging people that God may not always give you a physical miracle. Now, I have a pair of shoes, um, you know, in ownership just in case God gives me arms and legs. And I've actually given that pair of shoes um, to the person who's running for president. Uh, and I told him, this is a token of my faith. And so I want people to understand that we can have faith that physical miracles happen. But if he doesn't give me arms and legs, he's rescued my soul. He's given me a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because of his blood on the cross and the power of the resurrection. And it's in that name of Jesus Christ that I know that if he doesn't give me a miracle, he can still use me to be one. Um, And that's the beautiful thing that we all have a story. And that's what our pivot is. You know, Carrie and Marlene, people say, oh, Nick. That's an amazing ministry you have. No, no, no. We all can partake in the prayer, encouragement, and sharing of the testimony ministry. We all have a story. And I tell people all the time, I believe if you're a teenager, I I think it's worse being in a broken home than having no arms, no legs. And that story can help someone else to not give up on God as well. And so that's part of that, you know, all-encompassing umbrella of purposeful prayer. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Nick, you, um, you're a fairly recent Texan, you know, welcome. I hope you've enjoyed your, your time here so far. You're up in the Dallas area, right? We are, and we love it. We love it. We love it. And listen, uh, yes, Austin is just down the street. (laughs) April 22, um, is a life surge. That's going to be for those people who want to know more about financial investments actually and entrepreneurial ways and how do you start a uh you know how do you start to dream big to believe that uh you don't have to stay in a nine-to-five job you can start a podcast monetize it become an influencer speaker author uh it's going to be a flavor of uh real estate investment a flavor of of trading stocks i've done it all I've, I've traded stocks. I've done real estate. I do real estate. I'm an influencer. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcaster. We want to teach everyone through Life Surge that, look, there's nothing wrong uh, with with asking God for more wealth, but not just prosperity gospel, do good, be good, tithe, and God's going to bless you. No, he's giving you faith and wisdom. Put your hand to the plow. You know, don't don't pray that God's going to, you know, supply you with a new car. Go get a job. Go get a job. And with wisdom, you know, go be good stewards of what God's given you. And so it's a whole new level of financial investments on that. And then obviously the governor's breakfast. I'm really thankful that I'm going to be there. I hope that Abbott's going to be there. And uh, we're praying for him. We're praying for America. We're praying for Texas. And, yes, as a citizen now of the United States of Texas, uh, (laughs) we are absolutely holding ground here. And we're getting chickens and a well and water and and holding the ground. I mean, if if we lose Texas, we've lost America. Amen to that. I really really believe everything I've told you. And uh, it's not just preaching it. It's in action. That's awesome. Well, we we have a, we do have one more segment with you, Nick. It's going to be a super short segment, but we do have one more segment. I'd love to hear more about the Governor's Prayer Breakfast coming up and tell our listeners a little bit more about that. And we have some more questions for Nick. Friends, again, lifewithoutlimbs.org and our special guest, Nick Vujicic, when we return to Love Talk. <laughs> 
right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You're here with the Love Ladies, Coach Carrie Brinkgater here with Marlene McMichael. Oh, my stars, friends. Um, if you missed our last segment, you're going to want to go to the archives or you're going to want to go to the podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast at Love Talk. That's all one word, Love Talk Radio. You'll see Marlene, Kathy, and I there, our bright, shiny faces with a big red logo. Of course, you can go to our archives at Love Talk, ne- Love Talk Network as well. And you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram, Love Talk Radio. We're here with our amazing guest today, Nick Vujicic. And Nick, we just so appreciate your time today and just your words of wisdom. I, You know, every time I speak with you, I'm so um, struck by your passion um, for Jesus and your passion for people. Um, just, uh, for people to get into the word and get to know Christ, because honestly, when we know Christ and we, and we know the love he has for us, um, we can't help but lead lives that bring joy to him. And so I'm so struck by your passion. And friends, if you'd like to see Nick in person, you have two opportunities coming up. Life Surge event on April 22nd here in Austin at Shoreline Church. Um, with You're going to be there with Tim Tebow and the Duck Dynasty folks. Um, man, and uh, just great music. And this is a way to come and dream big, dream big about your finances, dream big about your future. And you can also find Nick at the Texas Governor's Prayer Breakfast on May the 1st, bright and early at Kalahari Resorts. Nick, um, we're going to be there on May the 1st, and we'll get to see you there. Can't wait to hug your neck that day. Um, you have to save one of those hugs for me. I know, I know. No problem. Um, friends, you can find tickets to that event at ndpaustin.org. Now, Nick, please tell me they gave you more than 15 minutes to talk. How? Yeah, I mean, you're going to get, what, 30 minutes? A 40, yeah. I'll yeah. be there All right. <laughs> at the very beginning and setting the tone for the day. I'm very honored uh, to be a part of this event. Um, and we're doing uh, them across the nation to a month. Okay. Um, and so we're really, really excited to just uh, let people know as well, like I'm sick and tired of the prosperity gospel preachers. Right. I really, really am. I'm, I'm disgusted. In fact, I think they're not going to have as many rewards in heaven um, because <laughs> um, and uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm sick and tired of people saying, you know, in the next generation, oh, I, I believe God's going to give me a new car. Mm-hmm. Go get a job, save up money, mm-hmm. and and dream big. Use wisdom, get knowledge, understanding, not just to get out of debt, but some of us are called to be multimillionaires to give back for kingdom impact and build schools and hospitals. And some of us know we need to stop our nine-to-five job, but we don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, people are making money on podcasts. There's one of our uh, students that actually went through podcast and he's making a podcast about chickens. And yeah. he's making way more money than he ever would, uh, you know, in a nine-to-five job. And so, Love you know, it. whether it's it's wanting to be with your family, it's wanting to philanthropically make a difference, it's you know, wanting to be that entrepreneur that gives people cars away, you know, you're not generous because someone was generous to you. It's because you learned, you invested into what you can learn. And as a 16-year-old, I went to the stocks. As a 19-year-old, I went to real estate. And now with 14 million social media fans and podcasts and an author and a speaker, we want to teach people those skills and tools and give them a flavor of what they can learn so that they can actually uh, you know, uh, dream big. And if it's God's will, I tell you, you're going to be moved. You're going to be inspired and you're going to be equipped to reach all that God has for you. Now, um, I'm really excited about that. Even more so, I believe that prayer is everything for our country. And I'm really mm-hmm. thankful to be coming on May 1st at 6.30 a.m. at the Kalahari. Is that how you yeah. say it? Kalahari, um, yeah. Kalahari Resort and Convention Center near Austin. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be talking about 
James 5.16b, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Um, and that, that's what we're going to be talking about. Reveal, repent, and restore. Reveal, repent, and restore. Mm-hmm. And in all of our lives, uh, individually and though collectively as a church and as a nation, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal our sin. Uh, we need to mm-hmm. repent from our sin. And not just turn away from something, but know how to then take ground, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, territorially for the kingdom of God. And then to see then the restoration of America. Mm -hmm. You can't do that without prayer at the beginning. And so that's what we're talking about. Really, really excited for that. Um, And, uh, you know, for anyone out there who who doesn't even know how, how to pray. You know, maybe you know you're, you're, you're Catholic because your parents are Catholic. You are not a Christian really because of Christians. Mm. Um, you know, the church has hurt you mm-hmm. and you have that question. If, if a loving God can do all things, then where is he? Right. Uh, you know, I really want you to first of all go to laughedoutlimbs.org, find our, um, Nick Vujicic Ministries YouTube page and, and, uh, go to the video knowing God. And I talk about my testimony, about how God gave me an opportunity to understand that it's not him who's given me the pain. It's the enemy. And the mm-hmm. devil is real. I've seen demons. That's why I know God is real, because I've seen demons. And so whatever the enemy has used for bad, if we give our broken pieces to him, he can turn into good. Mm-hmm. And that's the amazing story that I think he has in all of us deep down. Uh, and I just want people to know that if God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet, then God can use any willing heart. And uh, I want people to, to you know what, I, I, I don't really want to talk about evangelism at the end here. I really want to talk about doing evangelism right here, right now. Listen, if, yeah. if you're listening to me right now, I want you to know that God loves you. Mm-hmm. And I'm never a person to say that I understand your pain. And many of us are kind of, Sunday Christians, and when you pray, you add in subconsciously the hopes for a better year, a better circumstance, um, some problem to go away, or something that you don't have to come into your life. I want you to know that right here, right now, if God never gave us another good gift, he gave us salvation through Jesus Christ. Jesus who had no sin, he said he is the way, the truth, and the life. Every other good teacher, prophet, and other religious, anyone who had a book on them and a holy scripture, never guarantees the salvation, look it up, and never says that they are the way, the truth, and life. They say we know the way, the truth, towards hope but no one said that they're god like jesus and jesus was fully man and fully god and today what you're really looking for is not a circumstantial change it's rest for your soul and you will not get that from a circumstantial change a relationship change and if someone's abusing you go to laughwithoutlimbs.org Find out what type of abuse we talk about. We have hotlines for you to call. Call us. Email us. We want to hear from you. That is not God's best for you. And you need a safe place. Um, We want to help you with that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time right now, Jesus can meet you where you're at for your spiritual need. He loves you. Pray. Talk to him. And um, if you actually text... Uh, this number we're going to give you on this interview, the word Jesus, uh, to this number that you're going to have in your blog uh, when you upload this interview. Um, I'll tell you right now, I want to give you seven videos that's going to help you in your first steps in your walk with Jesus Christ. Um, we want to help encourage you to really believe in him as Lord and Savior. And we'd love to connect with you and give you some videos for encouragement that you cannot find on the internet. Mm. 
Nick, thank you so much. Friends, as you can tell, um, Nick is a gift, and he has a gift, and he's using it for God's glory. And, Nick, we just we thank you so much for your time. Um, we're going to put that number um, all over our Facebook, our Instagram page. Um, we'll put it, um, we'll list it in our archives as well um, to text Jesus, and we'll get that to you. Again, friends, two opportunities to see Nick in person coming up April the 22nd at uh, Life Surge event, as well as May the 1st at the Texas Governor's Prayer Breakfast. Friends, you know that we love you, and we pray that you will find a church this weekend. Grab a Bible and begin your relationship. There are churches all over Central Texas where you can visit. Um, Just know that um, people at those churches love you. Find a place that is preaching the word from the Bible, that is reading scripture in church. You know, John 1.14 says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that was Jesus, friends. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Nick, any parting words for our listening friends today? Yeah, the number to text the word Jesus is 51237. Text the word Jesus, 51237. We want to encourage you. I want you to know I love you. This has been such an incredible interview. Thank you so much for what you uh, sisters do as well. And may God bless your ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Again, friends, that is 51237. We love you so much, listening friends. For my beautiful co-host, Marlene McMichael, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader. And we will see you next time right here on Love Talk.